0: I think my dad's writing in the wake of finding out he wasn't my biological father, artistic stuff that was coming out of him. I think that was one of the major impetuses for wanting to make the film. The time has come. Catherine Bigelow!
1: No, no, tu me là t'es pas le choix. Growing up, I knew of Wonder Woman, but I didn't know much about her. I wasn't a big comic book fan. You're not even worth state
0: tuition, Christie. My name is Ladybird. Uh, well, actually, it's not, and it's ridiculous. Call me Ladybird, like Christine. you said you would. The César du meilleur scénario original Gamzé, Erguven et Alice Vinocourt pour Mustang. I just don't know what I'm supposed to be. I tried being a writer, but I hate what I write.
2: We burn things, cause war's the only language men listen to. Because you've beaten us and
0: betrayed us, and there's nothing else left.
2: We're in every home, we're half the human race. You can't stop us all. We will win. Hello everybody, welcome to the Filmotomy podcast. This is episode 41. On this uh, week's podcast, we're having a preview of the FEM Filmmakers Festival, which is very exciting. I'm really happy to be part of this and there are an uh, amazing selection of films, and um, which we'll all be sort of discussing some of them. But uh, you will find uh, the whole lineup over at uh, the Filmotomy website. Joined today we've got Robin. Hi Robin, how are you?
1: I'm okay, thank you. I'm about all these wonderful films.
2: Yes, and uh, we've also got a special guest with us, which is great, uh, Barbara Ann O'Leary.
0: And um, How are you, Barbara? Oh, I'm great. Thanks for inviting me and I'm really excited that you're celebrating in September during the Directed by Women Worldwide Film Viewing Party. Uh, The Fem Filmmakers Festival is one of many awesome activities that film lovers create wherever they are, online or in person, to celebrate the richness of women directors are creating and have created and to help weave together a community of appreciation. So I'm really excited um, that this is becoming a an annual tradition, and that you've made such a great contribution to it. And this this year's is going to be even more exciting than last.
2: Uh, Robin, I think you're probably uh, the best person to sort of explain what the... uh, you know, uh, the Femme Film Festival is all about. So uh, I'm going to hand it over to you.
1: Yeah, that's that's great. I mean, um, I also kind of crossed paths with Barbara. It must, must be about four, probably four years ago now. I mean, no, three years, um, cause, because of what she's doing, the great work on her website, directed mm. by women. I mean, there's thousands of directors on there. There's so many resources, contributions. I mean, it's... It, it's a really great website. I'm not just saying this because you're here, but it's like you, you, you go on it. And <laughs> Thank
0: it's, you. It's not
1: I'm en- so glad you're it. It, it. engulfs you. You can't really take all the information <laughs> in at once, but it's a, it's a really <laughs> massive step, you know, in the right direction. Um, oh yeah,
2: yeah, it definitely is. Uh, uh, you know, as as a woman myself, and what hopefully one day we'll make a film. it will be amazing. Um, <laughs> but it really sort of reassures you to see that there's... A resource that's promoting, the, you know, these great films, and they really do need promoting. And it's amazing that you're, you're looking at the effort that you do. Um,
0: so, <laughs> well, thank you. I want to say just a couple of people who might not have had a chance to go to directedbywomen.com. Um, there are a handful of different things that is on but one is simply i say simply it's an enormous undertaking but basic idea that there are a massive number of women who have directed films what we think of when we realize that very few women have opportunities at the very highest levels of the film industry uh, which is a crucial problem that needs to be addressed but it sort of masks the fact that women were Really interesting films of all kinds, all over the world, and have done since the very earliest days of film. So years ago, is just gathering the names of women that I have noticed made some, directed something, and I gather you know information about where you can find out about them, and and currently there are over twelve thousand uh, directors on the list, and I have wow. you know thousands of notes of things that I, I will get to when I have a chance. Mm. So it's. it's and I'm not making this up. Every day I, I find out about at least a handful of more women directors. So for me, it's it's it is overwhelming, as you said. You no, know, you cannot take it all in. And that is what was the germinating idea behind having a global worldwide film viewing party is the idea that not any one of us can ever really even begin to touch into this richness, and yet it seems to be fairly hidden from most others. So work like what you're doing with this online festival of just offering a handful of really exciting um, films of different kinds uh, is just, you know, that people can access together and talk about together. That's that's at the very heart of what we're doing is, you know, all year long we celebrate and, of course, appreciate women directors and their work. But in September, we kind of supersaturate the planet with this uh, Hmm. appreciation and um so i also on the website have uh you know interviews a conversation series that i do so people can learn what women directors are thinking about with their work and sometimes they they offer guest posts so they share their insights and um so i do things like that um and then every day i tweet out uh what i'm watching i watch um at least hundred and twenty minutes of content by women directors every day and once a month i, 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 I the film feast and I spend twelve hours watching as much as I possibly can but it's not like binging uh, it's not like binging TV because i I pick a lot of different things and I and then I share about it so that's I know I'm obsessive but it it, it tells me over and over again that there's no way I can even scratch the surface I watch as fast as I can And so if I could convey to people one thing is if you're not watching women-directed content and you think you're a film lover, you're actually a lover of films by men. And that's That's what you want to be, but just be honest about it and recognize that you're missing out. So let's not miss out because I don't think the world should be deprived of this wonderful content. So I'm grateful to you both and all your team of people who are getting involved in helping to shift this dynamic. So I hope we can talk a little bit about... I mean, is this a good time to talk about this exciting film festival you're organizing?
1: Yeah, I mean, um, I started it two, two years ago, so what, what I mean, 2016? And I just, I saw, I just thought I want to kind of do something like an, almost like a pretend festival. I, I can only, I can, I can only do it online so I don't have the means to, you know, find venues and that. I'm not, I'm not like Telluride or anything like that. Telluride. so I'm not the Cannes Film Festival, but. <laughs> I thought I'm going to I'm going to pick a selection of of um, films I think they're all feature films I think it was like Mustang was in there uh, um, mm-hmm. a, f- a few others And it was it was actually quite good Because trying to encourage people Just to sort of watch them And a lot of people did It, it, it wasn't great But we got I don't know from the Must. I mentioned Mustang Because we got plummeted I think I tweeted about it but the traffic was one of the highest And it, and it was lo- A lot of Turkish people Were like Just o- on the site Because of the Mustang film mm-hmm. You know, so it's catching your audience, which is great. So last, right. last year I decided to introduce, really focus on the short films more and introduce a kind of mm. prize, you know, online prize ceremonies. It's all very, you know, there's no trophies, there's no actual audience or screenings, but actually this is where Bianca comes in because it's about a year ago that Bianca and I started working together. Yes, and she, yeah. she was on the panel last year, the, the jury. We all voted... Um, there's some great films last year. So different to this year, uh, which I'll talk about shortly, like the, the fiction quality last year that we picked was really high. And this year there is some good fiction films, but I think we're going to be talking a lot about the little documentaries and the animations, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. mm-hmm. which is great because there, that's the genres that people are not watching enough of. Not just the women directors, not just the short films, but you go inside that, you've got the, the animations, people are, still aren't really taking them very seriously, I mean, I watched a couple of these we're going to talk about, but I'm, I'm astonished. One of them, I'll talk about one of them now, that um, Reflections was...
2: Oh, yes, yeah. Was
1: oh, like, it's
0: beautiful. It was what like an amazing
1: Over film. a thousand drawings for two minutes of film. I mean, I, there's no way in the world I have the patience to even begin to contemplate <laughs> what that would take. I, I like drawing, I like films. But it, it's, you know... I, I find the patience and the work that goes into something like that astonishing. So that's what we did. We did the prizes last year. That was successful. The, the, the filmmakers that won, you know, and they were delighted. They, re, you know, they were really happy. They retweeted everything. They went on Facebook. You know, the the two big films that won last year. Um, so I thought, right, next year I'm gonna, do, and it's mm. it's probably gonna be bigger and better this time. And then next year, hopefully. <laughs> Maybe add some categories, have a bigger selection, I don't know, but we've got interviews lined up, you know, we've got, I've been sent screeners, we've got all the stuff on the Film Freeway site's really helpful for all the information we've got on the films and stills and so we're really going to go to town this year and it's going to be like 10 days of absolute crammed content.
0: So, this is great. So, before we talk about the films themselves, there's a number of things you've said that I would love us to talk about briefly. Is this a good time for that? Yeah, of course. Oh, of course, yeah. (laughs) Okay, because here's one of the thoughts that I have. Um, Your description of your process is really helpful for other people who might want to do something similar. Or, you know, take this as an idea and run with it and do something of their own, because that's that's at the core of the Directed by Women Worldwide Film Viewing Party, is that it's a grassroots, do-it-yourself initiative, and we do it together, but each of us creates our own experiences, so you... As, as, as a film lover Robin decided you wanted to do this and then you've evolved it over the years and what what, what I want to say is when I first came up with this directed by women worldwide film viewing party idea which is really a, a mouthful I know I had this, <laughs> uh, this one time like just September 2015 and at the time we started it was just 15 days because I thought well half a month you know that seems like a good amount but I realized that there were a lot of People who had regular screenings later in the month and they couldn't play along. I thought, we're just going to claim the whole September. But originally, I thought it was just going to be a one-time thing. But the people who found out about it and, and got involved and started doing things kept saying, well, next year. And I thought, oh, no, no, no. <laughs> yes. so much work. But, you know, what I'm saying is it's infectious, there's this delight uh-huh. and your talking about it really brings that out. When I hear you, you're thinking already about next year and things you can do. And what I want people to know is that they don't have to wait for someone else. So they can participate in what you're doing, but they can also make their own. Yeah. And the, the truth is, is that if we have over twelve thousand women directors we know about, and even if they only each did one thing. That's that's 12,000 films, and we'd have to do something to celebrate. But a lot of them have made many films. Someone like Agnes Varda has made, you know, over 50, I think, now. So there's a lot of films out there, and I haven't even tried to calculate what that number is. And, of course, I only know about a small fraction of them. So what I'm getting at is, is that you're mentioning of the film Freeway. That's a really good resource. Anybody can use it uh, to... Invite filmmakers to share their work with you so that you can share them either in person screenings or in an online festival. And that's something I hope people will keep in mind. But then I'm excited to hear about some of the films that um, you um, are really excited about. Like you already mentioned Reflection, which I thought was an amazing film. And I think we have one of the Morgan Gross films also, her video music video the venus project won't hurt i think that's also hers
1: yeah um so look, quickly what i mention oh, is, is the length of short films when you look at the short films and you're judging them by length and i remember that one was two minutes and there's another one which is 30 minutes and i thought well the 30 minutes is going to be better it's kind of the, the the ignorance in me and i <laughs> and when you watch them you know the two minute one impacted me in a very different way to the 30 minutes you know because i've got mm-hmm. that minute. so it's, it's I'm still learning, you know, the impact of short films. So that's why we're going to focus on that more than, you know, the features. But the features, you know, there's some good feature films as well. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, you have a
0: pretty nice selection. But I agree with you. And in some ways, when we're trying to celebrate and explore, like really learn about and experience work by a wide range of filmmakers, uh, I like to watch short pieces. I can watch, uh, like in 120 minutes every day, if I watch one feature film and a few shorts, I only get a handful of filmmakers I can expose myself to. But if I watch just 120 minutes of short films, I might get work by 15 And so I don't know everything about them, but I've had a taste of what they're doing and then I can keep an eye out for them. And I love what you're doing where you're actually taking some time to interview and talk to filmmakers because, like you said, the mystery of how they work and each filmmaker works differently. um, But we can learn about them. And um, get a deeper appreciation for what they're doing, and um, this can help them thrive too. Because they they think about their work critically. They they have that sense of appreciation that we have for for what they're doing. Because it's hard to be out there trying to get the funds together, trying to get an audience. Um, this is one of the things that I think is exciting about the worldwide film viewing party idea. Is that Yes, all year long there's festivals and activities going on, but they're isolated in a way. I mean, sometimes we read about them, but we're not there and we don't feel connected to them. But during this party, even though people are in different places, there there's a sense that they're also part of this larger thing. And I, I'll give an example, like the first year we did something in 2015, some women in Spain heard about this idea just through online you know i just shared about it and they said oh this is amazing we're going to do something and then i said oh that's that's great you know and then a few weeks later they're right back and they tell me oh they're going to do a 5 day event in barcelona and madrid and wow. <laughs> and I thought, oh my God, this is amazing! So it was really exciting. So this year they're doing their fourth one, and they're in multiple cities in Spain, and it's just—it is truly amazing. It direct directed by women Spain. Yeah, check out what they're doing. But I put a lot of these things on the calendar that's on the uh, directed by women website, and I think the calendar is useful not just for us to see what we could go to, but to look and see what films are being featured and then trailers on there and, and different things too um, so I've, I've added your uh, uh event yeah
1: so and you put it as a you put it as a <laughs> fe- featured event as well and i was like i showed <laughs> my wife i was Not, so excited
0: yes yes i think it was one of the key uh events that are happening it's because i also put on the calendar events that just happen to be happening you know maybe uh, uh a series of films by women yeah. um, is being programmed yeah. by a, a, an art house or something. And I'm, I think of us as, like, can we put our attention on things? So the party isn't just for events that are specifically created because of it. Because I think we're we're all um, unique and we can all be doing our own thing, but we can help notice that in a, in a more concentrated way. So, you know, something I, I know I'm chatting a lot here, but I was so excited <laughs> about... Many things. One thing I wanted to make sure we say while we're we're talking is there's a wonderful collection of films in the Femme Filmmakers Festival this year that deal with swimming and diving.
2: Yes, yeah.
0: yeah. 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 And um, I have often thought it would be fun to create a whole... Uh, evening screening, just of women-directed content that involves swimming pools you know, or beaches, because there's a lot of them, you know. And uh, but you have a handful of them, including Kristen uh, Stewart's uh, "Come yeah. Swim."
1: I, I mean a lot of the, a lot of that was kind of coincidence. But when I made the static when I scouted for the films, which took me about a month of looking, you know, for films everywhere and, and asking the Asking the filmmakers if we could use it, and uh, you know, commission and everything, and then I got the selection and I cut it down to the... Bianca helped me, obviously, but with with the 20, which I thought was a good number, there was was some that didn't quite make it. I tried to group some of the features into themes, like there's a couple of Samantha Martin films. Uh, The animation one was good Mm. because it's like the most current animation with one of the oldest animations, or the oldest animation theme film director mm-hmm. so I thought that was interesting but I didn't want to group them too much because I think some people might not oh i film about someone diving in the water you know it's not, <laughs> I, it's not like it it wasn't like a you know a decision breaker but I thought that but I thought no i mix them up a bit and I wanted to mix the filmmakers up a bit as well because some of them have got two last year I put them together uh, but this year I thought no we'll split them up because then we can if they know them they go back and like oh oh they've done another film it kind of it's like a refresher. So I was kind of like struggling there, and then because Bianca had seen um, Kristen Stewart's film, I thought, perfect film to open it, you know, female director. Yes. She's very popular, and it's got that theme in it, and it's short. So I think that's the perfect festival. Yes,
0: and it, it's a wonderful film. Mm, yeah. Stewart's mm-hmm. film is a wonderful film, and, and, and I think that um, it's a good example because a lot of times... If somebody is well known for their acting, uh, there's a disregard of their creative uh, processes in other areas, and uh, something that needs to be addressed because people. I would put people, women, on my director's base, and they say, "Well, she's an actress." I'm like, Mm. "Yeah, (laughs) she's also an actress. You know her as an actress, but believe me, she's directed. You know, and it's like breaking breaking out." Uh, structure, so it's really a good way to start um, the festival, but can you talk a little bit about the process, so each day, so it's September 7th through... 16, um, 16. Okay, so 10 days. And every day, how does it work? Like, if if the people don't know how to do this, how can they, what what will they expect? Are you going to... Tell us about the process, I want to know.
1: Yeah, so, I mean, the going back to selection of God. the films, a lot of the shorts are obviously available to watch. Some of them are not. That, that's fine. Well, what we want to do is feature films, I tried to choose, and I really looked hard, that pe- people could stream them somehow. iTunes, you know, um, tried to get a good batch of the new ones. So when it comes to the day, for example, let's go to um, the first the first day. We've got the, the Greek film Attenberg feature film. You know, it's... Not a lot of people have seen that. It's available to stream, you know, so that's what I thought. And on the day we'll post the streaming link, we'll write a review. Mm -hmm. Um, And if possible, not with this film, but other films, uh, like On Body and Soul, The Breadwinner, we're going to hopefully interview the directors as well, and that will be published that day. Okay, you
0: know. So rather than you offering the films on your site, you're reminding people to watch them and then showing them ways that they can access that.
1: Yeah, because it's obviously there's I couldn't embed the films on my site, but I can certainly link them to iTunes, Netflix. I mean, there's, there's so many streaming platforms now. And the shorts, most of them on Vimeo, obviously, but some of them right. are not available, even out yet. One filmmaker's even mm. given me like behind-the-scenes documentary. So that, that'll that be embedded <laughs>
0: Either oh, that's like great.
1: Mouthwatering or, you know, get to see the film, hopefully. As as yes, comes
0: I out. love this. this is and, and, and one of the things I like about this is it, it, it encourages a sense of exploration. Um, one of the things that I'm doing for the party, well, obviously because this was my idea and then I just communicate with a lot of people, uh, I get very, very busy. But I try to also create some events of my own. Within the September party, and I have two in-person events that I'm doing in Bloomington, Indiana, which is you know in the area where I am. Uh, One is with the Black Film Center Archive at Indiana University Cinema, and they're bringing in a guest filmmaker who will be a surprise. So we decided instead of announcing her in advance, we're going to entice people with hints about what her work is like. and just <laughs> It'll be really a fun thing. And I think this is part of the idea that I really like is when my friend Terry Francis, who's the executive director at the Black Film Center Archive, came up with this idea. I thought, oh, this is so much fun because so often in academia, everything is out there. And
2: I mean, I will just say that I think often when we, we discuss female filmmakers, certain ones come up time and time again and they almost sort of over female filmmakers you know um, so I, I think what we've, the selection is really good in, in terms of features because we've gone for I, I think there's some films on there yes like uh, and uh, Lynn Ramsey it's, it's close to go with you know, her more well known films you know and I feel like it's Yeah, it just feels like often you know those films are great and they've been talked about a lot and uh, but really we you know they've got other works that we should be discussing.
0: (laughs)
1: So let's move on to the features then, and we'll look at, like, just p- pick a few that either that we've seen or we're particularly looking forward to. You know, I tried to get a few new ones, but obviously there's some really old classics there with Ida Lupino, obviously, which, who I put on the poster. I knew last year that, that was going to be my poster, because it's such a great image. Great, great image. So do, you, do we like the poster, by the way?
2: Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah. Definitely, definitely. Two pumps up. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs>
0: uh-huh. Yeah, it's good. Yes, I like it a lot. And and um, I agree. Eliza Hittman, I consider to be one of the really, really, really exciting filmmakers working today. Mm-hmm. And her uh-huh. Beach Rats is included in your festival. But, of course, I also want to give a shout-out to her earlier film, It Felt Like Love, which I think is still on Netflix, at least in the U.S. And yeah. it's fantastic. Past- yeah. Attenberg. Well, I've only seen the very beginning of Attenberg. I, I've been kind of waiting to watch it with um, you guys. But I, I saw her earlier film, and then I just recently watched Chevalier, which is an amazing film. She is. She also has a number of shorts. She's really, really talented.
2: Is yeah there
1: any particular films, Bianca, that you're maybe you've not seen or you're happy that's on the
2: list? Mm-hmm. I haven't actually seen Raw. Um, it's on the list. And that's a film that I know was talked about quite a lot last year. Uh, and I've been meaning to get around to it but last year there were so many films that came out especially from female filmmakers which it was a great year Uh, and this year has also been brilliant for female filmmakers as well so that's definitely one that I'm I'm very keen to see and I will definitely uh, check it out like Barbara was saying about beach rats I loved beach rats and um, I'm I was kind of upset that it didn't get as much attention as it did last year. I'm Not a Witch, that was a brilliant film. And I'm, yeah, I
0: haven't seen that one yet, yeah.
2: Yeah, and I'm really glad that, like I say, uh, that that was a film that I think got overlooked slightly. Um, even films like uh, Awakenings, uh, the Penny Marshall movie, starring um, Robert De Niro and uh, Robin Williams, I... Uh, I didn't realise uh, until recently that that was directed by her, yeah. um, mm-hmm. and that was one of my favourite films as as a, a you know uh, growing up. Uh, I you know such a great movie. I just remember sort of crying my heart out oh, watching yeah. that film. So I'm glad to see that that's on the list as well because, uh, like I said, there's so many films that are, are really great and you don't realise they are directed by a, a woman until. Yeah. You sort of do your research and look into it, which is, I I don't know, it, it's kind of a shame really. Of you know, you know, like the, the when a film's directed by a man, it gets talked about all the time. But in terms of women, I I think it is improving now. But you know, that's definitely one of those films that I wouldn't, I didn't realise was directed by Penny Marshall. So I I'm very glad that on the list, and I think that's actually probably uh robert de niro's one of his greatest performances in that yeah. film and it does get overlooked a lot so yeah. yeah there's some uh and there's a lot on there that i haven't seen and i am very keen to see the animated film um the adventures of uh prince prince a- Ahmed. Yeah. i haven't seen that and i, I know i know oh. it's i'm really excited to watch it i know it probably like were well, you were saying it was one of the oldest animation films made
1: yeah for, for its, its length old, yeah it's the oldest one I think wow
0: yeah. and also survived is what I think yeah yeah. Um, but it's yeah. very early yes and and um, it established an enormous uh, amount of, um, of visual language for animation uh, yeah also I don't want us to forget to m- mention monsoon where Meek um, yes. ben came to Indiana University Cinema this last spring and I had a chance to hear her speak and she's one of my favorite filmmakers.
1: Before oh, we go to the short films, I'll just quickly mention that On Saturday, there's like a quite obscure um, selection of feature films, which I purposely because the three ladies that made these films were actually in, at Cannes this year, so people should know who they are, but I'm I'm pretty certain that 80% of the population still don't know who they are. <laughs> these films. Eva Hussain, Nadine uh, Labaki, um, and Alice Roacker. You know, three very good films. That, I'm going to be really plugging that that day because that's the day mm. people are going to be like, "Oh no, I don't want to watch them," but, but they should, yeah, mm.
2: So yeah, definitely. Oh, yeah. yeah, I was just about to say. I think it's a shame as well because I think not only do you have the s- certain people won't watch a film because it's in another language, and then that you know other people won't watch a film because it's a, it's directed by a woman, and you you just feel like they're missing out on so much. There's there's something on on that uh, lineup for everybody. That's something that we should you know all take away. That you, you know, that I'm guaranteed that there will be one film on there that you will enjoy and will become your new favorite film ever.
0: So yes, um, Speaking of pitch, I want to tell you. So delighted that well, you have two. I think. Ida Lupino films, and you're closing with The Trouble with Angels, which yep. stars Haley Holtz. And I just want to let you know that when I was 16 and I went to a Catholic girl's school, <laughs> I programmed my very first film screening ever, organized with some of my friends, a screening of The Trouble with Angels at my high school, because I, I figured we could talk the nuns into paying for the fee. <laughs>
1: right.
0: Because... Guns in it, and that, that worked out very well, you know. It's oh, a great little film well, too. That, that one's again.
1: that one is for you then, okay?
0: <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> and at University Cinema, they're also they've been involved in the party a lot this this year. They're also doing uh, they're doing five films by Ida Lupino over the course of the whole s- semester, and that's one of them that they've included.
2: So, Robin, do you think this would be a good time to sort of discuss the, the shorts that we've had?
1: Yeah, I mean, am I right in thinking that the animation and the documentary is, without any disrespect to the fiction films, a kind of, you know, surging ahead? The quality um, of it? The impact?
2: Oh, yeah. Uh, well, there well, were definitely some that I found very good, but there were also some uh, fiction films that I, I do want to sort of mention. that I found fr- uh, Friday... Uh, very good. The the sort of coming-of-age drama set against the sort of execution of uh, Ted Bundy. Yeah. Um, I thought that was a very interesting um, film, especially the ending was very intriguing, and I won't give anything away, but uh, I, I thought, I, I didn't know how it was going to end. I thought it was going to end in a certain way, and then it ended like that, and I was just like, oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. It really sort of took my breath away but in the terms of uh, I was just shocked you know and it's it like oh and then it just ended I was like oh it's on a cliffhanger but uh, and then uh, Plunge again was only very short I think two maybe maybe three minutes long yeah. uh, mm-hmm. but that was a very mysterious film that I've watched a couple of times trying and work it out but I get a sort of a new reading to it each time and I thought you know that the there's been a theme with um, we were saying about the water theme, but I think there's also been a theme in terms of uh, short film with sort of open endings, and that's been really great because there's so much to, to talk about. And
1: yeah, that's interesting. That you say the open ended because I think most of the fiction films are kind of um, there's this night there, with the girls, the sort of the, the flips the race off his head, that kind of end, that kind of closes, but the rest of the films are quite open. I mean. One of the favourites is probably the, the Cypriot film *Aria*, which, I, yes. which to me just felt like watching. It was like watching *Rosetta*, you know, the Darden film. You know, this guy's wandered about, and that was a kind of ending that you wouldn't have wanted. And I think on most of those fiction films, are not so much bleak, but yeah, like left leaves it open for you. And you're like, oh you know i've been a bit longer
2: so i can see what happens next. yes yeah that that's been my sort of if i've had any criticism which i it's not really criticism it's it's more of like i wish there was more yeah. this would be you know i want this as a feature film uh, you know the the, the um horror, the horror yes. with,
1: yeah.
2: i know barbara doesn't like horror but it's uh, <laughs> probably more. Well, probably.
0: They, they scare me. That was a. That was a terrifying one. Yes, yeah, I, I braced myself. That but it's a pet- <laughs>
2: that?
0: I, I sucked it up and watched the scary ones.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but I, that's probably scarier than most um, feature films that I've seen. You know, just in terms of uh, atmosphere and the build-up and that ending oh it's yeah, just nothing's, p-
0: yeah.
1: nothing's resolved and it's like okay well that's the way it is right.
2: and
0: it's, shot. it's very beautifully shot and and the framing is is and the lighting is wonderful and um the sound yeah, oh, yeah. that's a no, very, yeah, good, yeah, yeah don't miss that one
1: but yeah cinematography is for me is like a big massive like blow the trumpet cinematography because even the documentaries the small documentaries yeah. the the way the shot, you know, Mrs. Poacher, um, Nino, mm-hmm. even drawing on in a way to get the to get those murals and the wall paintings in, in one shot, it's it's really like admirable. Oh yeah.
2: yes, yeah, and I, I mean in terms of documentary, I think one that stood up to me was that uh, uh, you just mentioned it, uh, Ninok. Yeah. What a um, what a great documentary.
0: I mean, a lot of times we sacrifice in a documentary like the lighting and the framing in order to get in the moment. And this film is so um, carefully um, shaped and filmed that it, it feels like it was uh, a narrative piece of fiction, you know?
1: A bit of a, a fish tank vibe, I think, with a, she, she's dancing, she's obviously a gymnast, you know, and that's her way of expressing perhaps the way Kate Jarvis in, yeah. in fishing, you know, dancing on
2: the road. And that's. That had a very uh, big impact on me because I, I really was that sort of outsider, sort of miscast, you know, sort of child growing up because I moved around schools. I, you know, I wasn't very uh, outspoken, quite shy, you know, suffered from depression and stuff as a teenager. And I, I very connected with that. It, that one sort of took a, I had to go take, you know, a few minutes out from, from watching because it was very moving. And, um, I think you don't really get that sort of impact sometimes with short documentaries. Yeah. Uh, but I, I really, really affected me and it was a very good film. And like you were saying, like it did have that fish tank sort of feel to it.
1: So let's quickly finish with these, these five animations and we touched on reflections which was, was excellent for first time span and the music, mm. the music as well. It was, you, you thought it was about one thing and then you realized, Oh, okay. Again, no spoilers, but what else did we like?
2: Uh, I really liked land without evil. Yeah. That was a beautiful, beautiful, a uh, very colorful, very just left me feeling very upbeat, which I kind of needed after some of the, the shorts were, a, you know, a, a bit bleak. Yeah. <laughs> um, and the music, and just, you just know that so much time and, and effort went into that, and there was one there. I, love, I love
1: the film was really good as well, the, the Euphoria.
2: Or...
0: Mm, yes, that, one, that was yeah, great.
2: You know,
0: really. I love, love The Diver.
2: Yeah,
0: that was fun. <sighs> That was really good.
2: That was very quirky, wasn't it? I thought it was very mm-hmm. quirky, I loved the simplicity of it. A lot of diving in the
0: festival, yeah, oh, definitely. Absolutely. Yes, and, and when we plan ahead for the next year, this is for everyone who's hung in to the end here and is still listening. <laughs> There's plenty of time to not only indulge in this Femme Filmmakers Festival, which is going to be great, but to create your own experiences this year, and then next year, think ahead, because it'll be the fifth annual directed by women worldwide film viewing party. That's a little bit of a milestone. Think about how you yep. can help your friends, family, and community notice work by women directors in a fun, celebratory way. And it's, it's unbelievable how often, once people get involved in this, they're just hooked. They're like, well, next year. there's It's just fun, and it's easy to do something without, like, this isn't requiring us to get a whole venue it's just an online space it's still work it's it's a lot of work you've done but it's something that can be accessed globally and it's respectful of what the filmmakers are doing and it's a good way to to connect with each other and everyone's invited to help make this happen no no outsiders that's why
1: i go online because we're forced to do online but it's kind of works just because i want don't want there to be any excuses like, oh, I don't really have time and I can't go anywhere. Well, these are short films and you don't need to go anywhere. So what other excuses <laughs> you know. Yeah, you can watch them
0: on definitely. your lunch break or when you're on your home on the... On the, on the...
1: Yeah. I understand you don't want to travel to Canada to watch Titanic. But that, this is, <laughs> you know, Reflections <laughs> is two minutes. You want your app to now, I'll send you the link, <laughs> you know. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah,
0: exactly. So,
2: yeah.
0: Uh-huh. It's been really great and I really appreciate you the the offer to do the podcast and I look forward to it. Uh, The celebration is underway.